Ah, good day to you. Oh my God, it's been so long. I have a mountain of things to do. And so naturally I'm just going to, it's been so long. So hello, I'm going to stop and take a few minutes and say hi. And maybe even post this within a reasonable amount of time. I did record, uh, I recorded 30 minutes last week on, I don't even, I don't even remember what. Don't even know. Don't even know. I don't think I'm going to post it because I don't remember what it is. And I think it's already irrelevant because it was, it's a week old. So who cares? Uh, it's Monday. It's uh, March something. Seven, seventh. Lucky seven. Uh, it's a nice looking little day out there. It's already in the fifties. You know, it's you walking out. It's like a little, little cool chill, but it feels, uh, you know, feels springy a little bit. And hey, I mean, this is uh, this is for the for the non-winter fans out there. Uh, you know, it's this weekend. Uh, the clocks get moved ahead, uh, which I hate doing that whole thing. I I'm every year. I wait for when they just somebody just says, "Listen, this weekend we're going to set the clocks ahead, and then we're going to leave them, and we're never going to touch them again." I keep waiting for that March where somebody just. It's just decided. You know what? We're done. This is stupid. Uh, let's move those clocks ahead where they belong, and then let's just not ever touch them ever again, ever, 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 ever. But that—that's uh, not something I'm holding my breath on. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, listen, why don't we just? Okay, we've uh, my my. If I were president of Daylight Savings, if I could make that kind of decision, which, look, you got to think, I mean, look, the, the, the current president has, has bigger fish to fry than Daylight Savings, but I'd think that would be just one of those, like, you know, you talk about the first hundred days. <laughs> like last year at this time when, when, you know, it was still Biden's first hundred, that would have been, I feel like that's just like an easy win. That's like low-hanging fruit, as it were. To just say, you know what? You just announce, you give a year in advance. Why do I say a year? Because there's a lot of companies out there printing calendars. And if we suddenly told them, like, hey, you know what? Uh, this weekend we're going to move the clocks ahead and then you're never, and then daylight savings, the whole thing is, is over. It's done. We're done with it forever. And then you got a bunch of calendar people who are like, ah, oh, but we've already, we already have that on the calendar for November of this year. And now people are going to be confused. And we're printing our calendars for next year. So that's why I would say, uh, let's say I'm president. And the, the only thing I care about is changing daylight savings. So it's done. I would, uh, I'd have a press conference sometime this week. And I would say, hey, look. We're done with daylight saving. Z saving. I think it's just sad. Everybody says daylight savings, but it's daylight sa People go nuts if you say it wrong. There is something that people are very sensitive about saying daylight saving versus daylight savings. Like, they will flip the fuck out. This is the week. Coming up in the next few days, get ready. Because on Facebook, on social media, Twitter, tweets, you're gonna, you're, that's what you're going to see. A bunch of assholes. Remember... It's daylight saving, not daylight savings. Oh, thanks. You've just solved all the problems of the world. 
you fucking playground monitor. Oh my god. And that's that's not fair to playground monitors. No, you think the playground monitors going around correcting kids who are out there on the playground talking about daylight saving time? Nah, they don't care. Anyway, if I were in office, uh, some sort of uh, if I wielded some kind of power over this land of ours, I'd say, okay, gang, we're gonna do this one more time, just so the calendar people can prepare accordingly. <laughs> so they can so they can put daylight so that way for, for everybody out there all the calendar companies that are making their 2023 calendars so they have enough advance notice cuz 2022 calendars are obviously already made and printed and hanging on people's walls for the five of us left who actually have calendars hanging on our walls uh that way you say look You've already got the 2022 calendar, which already says in November, on November 1st, 2nd, I don't know what the days are this this year. It already says we're going to set the clocks back. So, okay, we'll set the clock. And then we'll tell the calendar people, you're, you guys out there printing your 2023 calendars, yeah, put set the clocks ahead uh, for next March for whatever day that's going to fall on. And then don't include anything. After that, ever again, no more daylight saving bullshit on any of the calendars. And then uh, you've solved every crisis. Daylight saving and... Oh, damn it. I just dropped my stickers that have all the little birthday cakes and things that you can stick onto the calendar. Oh, I'm never getting that back. Uh, November 6th. So, okay. So, I have a little press conference and I say, look, gang. Sometimes it's nice to get a small win. All you folks out there who hate daylight savings time, which is everybody, guess what? We move the clocks ahead this Saturday night, Sunday morning, whatever you want to call it. And uh, and then we're going to do it one more time this fall so, so that the calendars that are already printed uh, remain truthful. And then the calendars printed for 2023 are going to have us setting the clocks ahead uh, next spring at this same time. And then that's it. And then they were done. So, like, yeah, he'd be like, hey, we're going to make it through one more year of daylight saving. And then, to me, if you're going to have a fucking convoy of idiots blocking commerce and everything else and hospitals, uh, at least protest something. Like, all the mask mandates are over. There's this tr- we're going to take the trucker's convoy to D.C. Why? For what? Truly, I'm... I'm fascinated to know what are you, we had, we did exactly, it's like that, we said, nobody said this is going to be an Orwellian nightmare and we're going to be wearing masks for the rest of our lives. They said we're going to wear masks until the fucking thing's under control. And, you know, a few times we've taken off the mask because it seems like it's under control. This one does seem more legitimate than last year's. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. But hey, like the the mass mandates are being are being lifted like everywhere, even the most liberal of cities and states and school districts and everything else are just like, yeah, you know, and and many have already ended it, like as of March first, others are you know ending it soon, like in the next week or two, and so like what are you what are you protesting, and also. 
I've been wondering this for Canada. I mean, Canada, I guess I get because it's a little more socialized. People probably uh, have the luxury of saying like, hey, I'm going to take I'm going to take several weeks off to just go be part of a trucker's convoy. I don't fully understand how you can just decide to do that and not get fired and not lose a ton of money. But and not, you know, I know some some truckers own their own truck and others don't. Uh, so maybe it's the ones who own their own truck and can sort of make their own schedule and sort of freelance, if you will. And maybe they just say, you know what, after this uh, delivery here, I'm uh, I'm not doing any more pickups, no more deliveries, no more long hauls because I'm going to go block the, the roadways in my trucker's convoy. And Canada, I do kind of get because like watching, it's, it's weird to watch sports like uh, – I don't know, like a Toronto Raptors game. Not that I'm watching many a Toronto Raptors game, but you turn it on. I, I, I caught a home game because the were the Celtics there or the Hornets were there recently, and I I had it on, and I'm like, what's what's wrong with like why does this look weird? And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, they don't have fans. I'm like, oh, they still don't have fans in attendance at any of these things. Which is like, okay, I get that, kind of. But I also, it's like, all right, I mean, you know, maybe maybe it's time to end that sort of thing. Anyway, uh, speaking of fans in attendance, what have I told you about? I don't remember the last time we talked. We had a, this was, today was a horrible, horrible day. It's a day that I, I almost dreaded more than coming back from Christmas. Um, because... I, you know, Christmas is like, yeah, you ex- you just expect to be, you're so prepared for that first day back after Christmas to just be so terrible. And then you come back and you're just expecting the worst of the worst of the worst. So whatever happens, it's almost like, eh, that wasn't so bad. It's like the week after that, then it starts. It's like, oh my God, it's just January. There's so much of winter left and getting up early and going out in the cold to go to school oh my god this old school year there's still six months left oh my god march you're like okay we're back it's march you know i mean my god and in only next month there's gonna be another vacation i mean it's at the end of april it's like six seven weeks from now but still like you got an you got a vacation week coming up at the end of april that's you know it's practically it's it's next month it's the next calendar month for the schools, and then you got the three-day weekend, you have Memorial Day holiday, and then after Memorial Day, it's just like, I mean, come on, man. this We're coasting here, baby. We're at the end, light at the end of the tunnel. This is it. You know, warm weather, green grass, leaves on trees, flowers in bloom, blah, 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 all that shit, birds chirping, which I just I dread that. I hate the sound of those goddamn birds. As you know, any longtime listeners will know, I... I despise birds. There's nothing worse than the sound of birds chirping at any hour. Um, so I I was kind of just thinking, yeah, you know what? We'll come back from the kids being off for a week for their winter winter break. And you'll come back. And I, and I was telling the kids, I mean, this is like one of the latest weeks. This is the latest time you've ever had this vacation week. Because the New Hampshire kids go the week after Massachusetts and like pretty much the rest of the country. I don't know of any other states that have last week off, but New Hampshire does. And it's primarily for the ski resorts because the ski resorts are just 
inundated with mass holes and other, and other New Englanders on their ski trips uh, during their vacation week. And New Hampshire's like, hey, you know what? We're going we're gonna to take the – you can all have that week. We're going to take the next week. Uh, that way we can go ski at our ski places and not have all you fuckers <laughs> clogging up the clogging up the works, gumming up the works, which still doesn't matter because we – my 12-year-old went skiing this weekend and there's, you know – we're sitting in traffic on Sunday, just endless, endless traffic coming down 93, heading back home. What should be meh, about an hour and 15, maybe an hour and 20 minute drive uh, was, I don't know, two hours. I think it was about a two hour drive to get home. And we passed the the big accident that was causing all the delays as I'm sitting, I'm surrounded by mass plates. <laughs> and I, I hate to sound like one of those guys because for years, like after we moved here, it's like, oh, my God, these New Hampshire people, they just do nothing but complain about mass holes. That's all they do is like there's there's no real difference. That's the thing. There's no fucking difference except the license plate just tells you, okay, this guy's from Massachusetts. So now I'll just almost arbitrarily be more angry at this person because they have mass plates. <laughs> Get out of my state. Stop bringing all this business. Stop helping our economy, you massholes. But it's an easy uh it's an easy thing to target, right? Like you're coming home and there's a big accident. Traffic's crazy. And you you're just surrounded by mass plates and it's like, "Didn't you fuckers have last week off? Shouldn't this all just be New Hampshire plates right now? What are you doing?" Give us our state just for a week, will you? And uh, and then we pass the accident, and there's you know cars being loaded onto a flatbed, and there's police, and there's you know glass and crap all over the place, and and I'm like, okay, let's see. There's two cars here in this accident. Uh, one of them has Massachusetts plates, and the other one has Massachusetts plates. Thank you. Thanks again, Massachusetts. Um. But as we were, you know, it's funny though, because we were talking about it. It's like, well, you know, this this was never a thing growing up in New York because most of the plates that you see, and sure, in the summertime, you'll see some Florida plates come into town and you'll see some Massachusetts plates and eh, maybe a, you know, some Vermont here and there and that kind of thing. Not, not in large quantities though. You see them, you know, a couple here, a couple there. Uh, <laughs> But that's the thing, like going up to New Hampshire, it's half New Hampshire, half Massachusetts. Yeah, you see a New York or a Vermont or something, a Maine here and there, or Rhode Island, what Connecticut, whatever. But you think about it, it's like, well, look at the size of New York State and look at the size of like all of New England. So, of course, you know, you can't be driving up to the mountains in New York. Of course, you're going to see New York plates because New York... New York is the size of New England, not counting Maine. If you take Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Connecticut, you pretty much fit it just in the <laughs> in the in the right side of New York. So what I'm saying is that you know New Hampshire people are like, oh, these mass holes keep coming up here. Well, yeah, Massachusetts is a tiny little state. They have some mountains out west, but you know they like to ski too. So they're going to go up to our mountains. If this was New York, nobody would be saying that, oh, get out of our state because it covers the, you know, that same amount of area. You know what I mean? 
So you can't tell, like, if you're up in the mountains in New York and it's a bu- it's just a bunch of New York plates, it's like, oh, fucking New Yorkers coming up to New York from New York. Oh, I wish they'd just go back to New York. Whereas New England is so small, the states are so small that, like, yeah, New Hampshire's, you know, Massachusetts, people coming... People crossing, let's say, from Connecticut, crossing like three states to come up to New Hampshire, going Connecticut, Massachusetts, into New Hampshire. It's like, oh, Jesus, coming all the way from Connecticut to the Well, Connecticut doesn't have any mountains. And also, it's a tiny little state, and so is Massachusetts. So, like, you could be driving all the way from Connecticut up to the mountains of New Hampshire and have less of a journey than if you were driving from the middle of New York up to the mountains in New York, up to the Adirondacks. And New York's also nice because there's multiple different mountain ranges to choose from. You could go out, you know, so a lot of the downstate, you know, New York City kind of, they have the Catskills and upstate has the Adirondacks. And yes, does that mean that people from New York City don't come up to the Adirondacks? No, of course. People come up to the Adirondacks. They come up for Saratoga racing track season. But it's just... uh, it is easier to, <laughs> you know, we, we want to put a, a face to our enemies, right? So, like, when you're driving and the traffic's terrible throughout the mountains of New Hampshire, and it's so easy to just be like, well, there's a, there's a mass plate, there's another, there's another, there's Connecticut, there's Connecticut up here in my mountains. <laughs> oh, man. Helping our economy, you bunch of jerks. Meanwhile, nobody's going to Connecticut for any reason ever other than to get someplace better. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Connecticut. Thank you, Massachusetts. And the little uh, bits of Rhode Island that come up here. And even see Vermont. I'm like, what? Why does Vermont need to come? Vermont's like nothing but mountains. And they're better mountains. They're prettier. Uh, the White Mountains are gorgeous. What a beautiful... Oh, my God, up in the ski country, and it's just oh, the white mountains, and they truly are white. And uh, it's, it's very pretty, but, like, to me, there's nothing. The, the mountains of Vermont into the Adirondacks, like, that's, to me, it doesn't get much better as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. If I'm in Vermont, like, couldn't you just, like, turn in any direction and there's just mountains and places to ski? Let's go to New Hampshire. Mm. Anyway, um, 18 minutes. I haven't even got. So uh, we started out the vacation week in a, in a nice sort of way. We went to, uh, we had one night, a Saturday night in Maine, and it was great. It, we went to York Beach. We stayed at the Anchorage Inn. Uh, we got, got there Saturday afternoon right at check-in time, hung out in the room, got settled, got unpacked. Went across the street to the Sun and Surf restaurant right on the ocean. And it was right at, I mean, the magic hour, right? The sun is going down. So you can just see, like, the orange glow of the sun hitting, uh, you know, hitting the the white caps of the ocean, uh, hitting the snow that's on the cliffs and the rocks, and hitting the Nubble Lighthouse that you could see off in the distance and all the, all the nice homes that are on those cliffs that are overlooking the ocean. It was just great. And we had, uh, you know, we had some nice seafood and stuff. I'm not really, I realize with every lobster roll that I eat that I'm just not, I'm not really big on lobster rolls because not everybody does it, the, you know, 
Like, why wouldn't everybody just toast the bun when you make a lobster roll? You put the lobster in the thing and you don't even, it's just like a, a split top hot dog bun and you're not even going to like toast it or anything. Like, what are we, what, what's the point of this? Yeah, so um, I have a lobster roll once every few years. It's, it's, I, I like that. Look, I scarf this thing down. I wolf down this lobster roll. I, I practically inhaled it, so I'm not complaining. But I just I'm sitting there like ah I could have I could have gone with a burger instead would have been much more satisfying. Um, I love things that have I, I like I guess I like it when the lobster's warm, like that lobster roll that's cold. It rem- honestly it reminds me of the seafood salad that they used to serve at Stewart's and maybe they still do. When I worked there, they had ham salad, egg salad, tuna salad, chicken salad, and seafood salad were your choices for your disgusting sandwich. And yeah, sometimes, you know, for lunch you'd have, I'd, I'd eat, I'd eat a meal at Stewart's, uh, you know, I'd eat my lunch. I'd go sit at the little table, my little hat, my little, uh, you know, plotting my next, uh, La Poopy label to go onto a, a sandwich. Um, and I actually enjoyed, I liked their seafood salad. It was like, Oh my God, just big, a big bucket, like literally like a paint bucket of, <laughs> Of seafood salad, which would really gross out most, but you know, I'm sure if I was there longer than I was, I would never touch seafood again. Um, but yeah, the lobster roll that I had, it's like, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm in Maine, it's the coast, it's like, you know, this is a lobster headquarters of the world here. And the lobster salad was like, eh, it was okay. Or the lobster roll was like, yeah, it was, it was good, it was very good, but it's like, this. It just totally reminded me of the Stewart seafood salad. Um, and I pretty much only have lobster rolls when we go to Maine. Uh, or, you know, sometimes New Hampshire on the coast. And uh, there's, there's a place locally called the Lobster Boat that I haven't tried. And I hear they have excellent lobster rolls. Uh, so maybe I'll give that a try. But uh, yeah, it was, you know, it's fine. My oldest got fried clam, got a big giant plate of fried clams, and I was like, you know what? I I, uh, I love fried clams. I don't want to sit here and, and you know pick at my kids' dinner and ask, can I have one? Can I have one? So I was like, all right, my my twelve year old will have the fried clams. I'll have the lobster roll, and we'll get an appetizer of fried clams for the table. So they brought the appetizer of fried clams and we had a seafood chowder soup kind of thing. It was, and it was like, it was okay. It's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I think this place just has such a great view that I don't know that anybody notices that the food is just kind of eh. Although the fried clams were outstanding. They were fantastic. But I mean, you'd have to be, I don't know that I've ever had really a bad fried, I mean, it's fried it's just fried. Like, how could you go wrong? Um, so anyway, <laughs> so so we ordered the appetizer of fried clams, and we all sat there and picked at the fried clams. And then my kid's fried clam meal came, and it was the biggest plate of fried clams I've ever seen. <laughs> like, wow, we really did not need to order that extra appetizer of fried clams because it was so many fried clams. And we all picked at the fried clams, and then there were still two uh, carry out boxes of fried clams when we left. And then one of them, uh, was consumed over the course of the next day or so. And the other one we ended up throwing out, it was that many fried clams. We just, 
We forgot about it, and then midweek we're like, eh, okay, dump it. Uh, but Maine was great. It's I'm always, uh, I'm telling you, there's like this pandemic, uh, like amnesia, because I sit there and it's you know it's been like so long since you go out and do stuff. I'm like, God, we never go to Maine. We live right next door to Maine. It's an hour away. We never go. And then I go to Maine and I'm like, oh. Yeah, there's our restaurant we ate at. Oh, there's a place we went to. There's oh yeah, we've done that before. A couple I'm like we've gone to Maine like a million times. I just forgot because of the pandemic. And we've gone to the White Mountains a million times, but I forget because the pandemic just like wipes your memory of of everything before 2020. <laughs> and uh, so, so yeah, we we had our food. It was great. It was nice. Went back, got our bathing suits on, and went to the pool. And oh my God, they have a nice indoor pool at this Anchorage Inn, which was the reason we went there. And uh, we got there because we were looking, it's across the parking lot. You know, we, we were on a, uh, the second floor, had a nice ocean view, um, really, you know, nice, very, very main, very New Englandy kind of room, what you would expect, a lot of bright colors and, you know, everything's kind of like a teal and a sea foam oceany kind of colors and all that stuff and white furniture exactly what you'd expect and uh so we we're kind of looking out the window at the pool because you can sit right across the parking lot and i'm like i don't see a lot of people in the pool i think you know the massachusetts vacation's over i think we're you know i think we're gonna have this place to ourselves i think we're in pretty good shape here you know not a ton of cars in the parking lots. I'm like, yeah, I think we're good. So the kids and I, the wife wanted nothing to do with it, you know, um, mostly for just like COVID-y kind of reasons, which I totally get. But I also was like, look, I mean, if we're going to get it, we're bringing it back to you. So <laughs> you might as well enjoy yourself. Um, so we went over and had a nice swim, although we got there and the place was fucking packed. Oh my God, these these fucking New Englanders, man! They're just they're just everywhere, and they're so oh, these kids were so goddamn loud. I thought, is it just me? Is it just am I am I just so grumpy that like any and I've been away from society for so long that I forgot just how bad? Uh, no, because all the all the children the pool closed at ten. We got there at like seven thirty. We were there for two and a half hours in that pool. 7 seven thirty, i don't know and uh and it was so loud and then everybody cleared out because they have a bar and the bar closes at nine so once that closed all the adults were like no purpose of being here come on kids we're going back to the room it's enough so they left you know between nine and nine thirty. everybody cleared out and and then there were two there was a couple uh left and we were talking to them and the wife said that was the most, the loudest, most obnoxious group of people I've ever, exp- I'm like, thank you. Yeah, I thought maybe it was just me. They were so loud. They were so loud. There was like a birthday party. And so all the adults were sitting at the end of the pool. They had tables all pushed together. And they were so loud. And there were a million kids because they're all, you know, they just, there's just so many, people just have so many fucking kids. And, uh, and so... <laughs> You know, they're good Irish Catholics in New England, so there's lots of children all the time. And uh, and so all the parents are shit-faced, so they don't care. They don't even know that their kids are being so loud because they're being so loud. Uh, 
and the kids like in the shallow end of the pool, there's kids playing with a volleyball in the deep end. There's kids playing with a football. It's like, can anybody just, are you so fucking deprived of creativity that you can't just swim in a pool and enjoy it for just the fact that you're in a pool? You have to have fucking bring balls into the equation. I hate anyone who throws a ball in a pool. In a, you know, your own pool, do whatever the fuck you want. Fill it sky high with balls. I don't give a shit. You go out to a pool and there's people, it's like, come on, man. There's like a million of us swimming here. You're throwing a ball back and forth. Go fuck yourself, you balls. Uh, so this kid was right near us and he kept, they were throwing the volleyball and the kid kept missing and it kept rolling. It kept floating right over towards me. And the first time I sort of gently, nicely tossed it back to the guy. I pushed it back. And he's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> and the second time I'm like, uh, the second time I didn't do it. I'm like, you just come get your fucking ball. I'm not your goddamn ball boy. So he came and got it. And then the third time it came right up to my face and I just grabbed it with my hand and I kind of threw it as, uh, you know, I, I intended to hit the kid in the face and I hit the kid right in the face. And I was very pleased with myself. It hit him right in the fucking nose. <laughs> and I was like, I was kind of laughing. I'm like, pretend I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you sure? Yeah, okay. And then the, the kids were la- my kids were laughing. And I'm like, yeah, that was, I'll admit that was very intentional. <laughs> um, and then they were, the kids were singing happy birthday, whoever's fucking birthday it was. And the kids are screaming, Like, oh, my God, shut up. Shut up. And the hot tub was nice, but it was like the size of a bat. It was so small. And there's like, it was empty for a second. And the kids and I were like, yeah, let's jump in. So we got in this, got in the hot tub and, uh, and then, you know, and then, and then more kids are just, you know, kids with floaties, you know, the little arms. Like, you don't, you can't go in this thing. Get out of here. This is not for you. <sighs> you know, and my look, I've made it very clear to everyone, including my own kids, how much I do not like children. And the reason I don't like children is because I don't like adults. So, and then the kids are the product of the adults. And I'm very biased towards my own kids. Do they not have their moments? Of course they do when they're just being total assholes. But it's not, you know, they're just, they're, they're both a pretty, they're pretty chill. They're just, uh, they're a pretty chill group of kids. The, my, my children, if there's a pool, they like to just get in the pool and, and kind of float around. Yeah, they'll splash each other and they'll do, you know, they'll jump in and stuff. But they're not screaming. They're not trying to, like, kill each other with, like, balls and stuff. We just kind of, you know, we just kind of swim around and enjoy it. We'll play games or something, but I don't know. It's just so annoying. So it was nice when that bar closed down. Then everybody left. Then we had like the last hour. And I told the the last two people who were there, I said, see, just had to be patient. I knew if we waited this out, we'd be in good shape. And uh, yeah, so that was good. Um, And then, yeah, we took a nice drive to the lighthouse at night. We took a nice drive to the lighthouse during the day. We had a nice breakfast at Sun and Surf across the street. The breakfast was better than the seafood, quite frankly, but uh, yeah, it was. It's a good, a good view, good place, good spot, really nice. 
And uh, we went up to Wells, Maine, only a few minutes up the road, and we got donuts at Kong, Kong Dong's. Kong Dong, something like that. Kong, Kongdon, Kongdon, I guess. Uh, and they were good. They were good. They were fine. <laughs> they were fine. I'm just, I'm just not, I can't be pleased. That's all. I just can't be pleased. Except by like the smallest and stupidest of things. Um, no, there were, there, it was a mixture of very good donuts and eh, eh, but, uh, Hey, either way, a box of donuts is a box of donuts, right? So, and then, and then we came back Saturday, Sunday afternoon and I was so exhausted because even though it was just one night, I have never in my life slept on a more uncomfortable bed than at the Anchorage Inn in, in York, Maine, Long Sands Beach. No, it was like what is this a slab of concrete it was like is this part of the uh, the foundation you know if you like did you have to dig up the parking lot to to put the pool in and this was a leftover you just said hey we'll just turn this what do we want to do with all this asphalt yeah just make it into a mattress and i'll also say i can't every time we go to a hotel and sleep on anything that's smaller than a king-size bed uh, the wife and I, every time we turn to each other and I say, is this the size of the bed that we used to sleep on? Yeah. Like until like five, six years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. How the hell did we sleep on a bed like this? And we're both like, well, do you notice that we don't, we don't toss and turn and wake up as much as we used to? Yeah. Because now we can get into a bed and be a mile apart and have, uh, you know, have our own space. And and then when we go to a hotel, if it's a queen size or the double, whatever you call it, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if, if I was 100 pounds lighter, I maybe wouldn't uh, care so much. But holy shit. I mean, back in the old days, we slept on a, on a single. Uh, Kimmy had a day bed. And we would, we would share that. And I'm like, how the fuck? How are we sleeping? Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. How was their room? And the answer is there wasn't because one of us would end up just being on our side and wake up with like unbearable leg pain, cramps and pains and stuff. Uh, anyway, this this bed in Maine was so hard and the pillows are like half the size. They're almost like couch pillows, but they're like the, the bed pillows. Oh, I was up all night. I was just up and then we couldn't, you know, the kids were up because it was too hot and we turned it down. We kept turning it down and it was too cold. It was just like, uh, you can't get comfortable. I just can't leave the house. Um, so Sunday afternoon, we drove home, and I just I hopped right in bed and slept for three hours. And then the kids had a week off, which was great for me because a week off for them is also a vacation of sorts because it means I don't have to get up at 6.30, 6.45. I can get up at 8. I can get up at 8.30. If I don't have a meeting, I can, yeah, I can sleep till almost 9. It's a full two hours of sleep. So I don't have to worry about like I must be in bed at ten o'clock. It's it's nice. And then they're up, you know. During the day, they got to hang out and relax. And at night, we tried to have things uh, to do. You know, we had our our Saturday Sunday stay in Maine. Monday was, I think, pretty much just a relaxing kind of hangout night. I don't know that we did anything on Monday night. Um, I just let the hang out and they played video games and had a nice day. Tuesday, we went to the Celtics game, saw the Celtics beat the Hawks. It was great. 
uh, garden was, was rocking, rocking and rolling. Everybody was having a good time. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Uh, it was a good, good win. Uh, Jalen Brown got injured pretty early, rolled his ankle. I don't even know what his status is. Maybe he's back already. I don't even, I've been so out of the loop the last few days. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was great. They were down most of the time and they, they came back and won. I told the kids, they said, the Celtics are going to win this. Trust me. The Hawks aren't good enough to, to hold this lead. Uh, and it was really fun. It was nice to be out in Boston for the first time in a while. Nice to be our basketball. My God, we used to go to those Hornets games all the time. April 1st, 2015 was the last Hornets game that we went to. And then the oldest and I went to a Celtics Hornets preseason game at TD Garden back in, I guess, October of 2017, I want to say. And that's it. We just haven't. I was I was planning to get tickets two years ago, and then everything got locked down and shut down. And then last year when they opened up like 25% capacity, I'm like, hey, this would be a great time to go because then you're probably going to be able to kind of stretch out a little bit and not be seated next to a bunch of people. Um, but the prices were so just ungodly because everybody's like dying to get out and do stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm not paying. I'm not paying $400 for three of us to go see a basketball game. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, so, and so here we are. I found tickets that were just, I looked to feel, I'm like, wow, look at the tickets. Cause the Celtics were, uh, you know, they've been good since, since January 1st. And for whatever reason, I guess because it was a Tuesday, it's Atlanta, not really a flashy, exciting all-star team. And it's the Tuesday after the mass vacation ends. So, like, yeah, tickets were very inexpensive. I thought based on that that it might not be a packed house, but it was a packed house. And they were they were rocking and rolling, man. It was a good, good time. Really nice, fun time for the kids. Wednesday, they got to enjoy a, a day of uh, not doing much. Thursday night, we went and saw the Batman after work. I didn't have any day. I took Friday off, but that was it. And Friday was anything but a day off. But uh, Thursday, we saw the Batman at Chunky's. Had the Mission Impossible nachos. Had my chicken tacos. Pitcher of root beer. Oh, baby. Hello. Um, and that's a movie that I think I'm going to equate to the third Harry Potter movie. Which, by the way, the kids spent a good chunk of vacation watching the Harry Potter movies. Because they started reading the books like years ago. And they're just not into the books. They're, they, they read and they read other things. But the Harry Potter books just didn't, uh, didn't captivate them. But also, I didn't get into the books until I think about when I started. I saw the third movie. And I got then I was like really into it, and I wanted to know what am I missing? What's not in the movies? And I said I'm going to go back and read. And I'll be I'll be honest, the first and second books aren't that good. I love the the first movie is not even that good. I mean, the first, they're just like it's really the first and second movie is just like hey, here's pretty much everything from the book. If you want to watch a book on screen, the first two Harry Potter movies are just that. So you have to really be a Harry Potter fan to enjoy the first two movies. Because if you're a fan of good movies, you ain't going to like those first two movies. I I love the second movie, Chamber of Secrets. I very much appreciate and very much like the first movie because it sets the stage for everything. 
I love those first two movies because they're directed by uh, Chris Columbus, who you know did Home Alone and just has such an so much attention to detail. And I I love the way that you know he he shoots things in a way that is you know it's very sort of childlike and whimsical. And that's what the first two books are. They're pretty light. The the thing gets darker and people die and all you know bad stuff happens to a lot of people as it gets uh, f- further along in those that series. But the first two, uh, the first two books are pretty, you know, they're pretty much our children's books for the most part, and so are the movies. Bright colors, beautiful, vivid colors. The little kids are wearing little cute little sweaters and stuff, and, you know, it's just, you got Richard Harris and, uh, you know, his final roles as Dumbledore, uh, and then the third movie is just, it's, there's, it's very different. It's literally a darker movie to watch. A lot of the color is gone. It's still gorgeous. I love, I love how it was shot. I love the third movie. Um, but when I first saw the third movie, I was so used to those first two that I expected a little bit more of the same. And it was also tough because you got a new Dumbledore because the previous Dumbledore, Richard Harris, that everybody loves, he's dead now. So you've got Michael Gambon, Gamble, who's uh, who's going to be your Dumbledore <laughs> from here on out. Uh, like it or not, he's your Dumbledore now. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's uh, the third movie. I remember seeing it in the theater, and I was like, I remember seeing saying to myself, like, I that was a really good movie. That was a really good movie. That was not what I was hoping for because of what I expected it to look and feel like from the first two movies. Um, and I said, but I, I think that down the line, I'm going to really appreciate and enjoy this movie. And I'll be goddamn, when that third Harry Potter movie came out on DVD, we were there at midnight <laughs> at Walmart to pick up a copy. And it was right before Thanksgiving. And I can't even tell you how much I watched that just over Thanksgiving weekend, just over and over. I That's the movie. That's pretty much the one that if they're having it, to the, the Potter Marathon on a Saturday night. And uh, that's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, oh, okay, Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm going to stop and watch this. Chamber of Secrets, Sorcerer's Stone, I can... I can stop and watch a little bit, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buckle in. Those, those are long movies, and it's it's you know I've seen it so many times. And I say this because I think that's what the Batman was for me. I was watching it, and first of all, it's three fucking hours long, which you know how I am about long movies, no matter what it is. Like, oh my god, three hours, dude. Um, I'm not gonna give any spoilers. Yeah, it's a crime. It's a it's. I, it's not an action movie, but there's there's plenty of there's fights and there's Batman stuff and you know explosions and car chases. There's there's Batman stuff. He's also pretty early into Batman into being Batman. You know, people are like, how come he doesn't have all his gadgets and his gizmos? He's like, he's just riding a motorcycle most of the time. And then he has like what you would call maybe the first prototype of the Batmobile. The Batmobile kind of looks like shit, but it's the Batmobile. And I'm going to guess 
that in the next, I hope they do uh, five of these movies with with these characters. Um, because frankly, I'm tired of rebooting and starting starting these things over. How many different Spider Man? How many different Batman? How many different you know? Like, come on. Um, but uh, I'm sure in the next one he's going to have a nicer Batmobile. He's going to have a nicer set of tools, better technology. Blah blah blah. And that's the thing. It's like you're watching it, and I, I'm, I'm like, this is a great movie. I'm watching it. I'm like, this is a really great movie. This is a, it's a, it's a noir movie. It's like a, a you know, a detective, you know, sort of mystery, uh, whatever you call it, uh, thriller. It's action. It's, it's a bunch of stuff, and it's not your typical Batman thing. And one of the things, and somebody tweeted this as a perfect way to describe it. I was watching that movie, and Gotham City just is so rainy and cold and dark and shadowy. And evidently, they filmed it in Chicago. It's very obvious in the the Christopher Nolan, uh, you know, Christian Bale Batman. Like, yeah, that's Chicago. There's like, they didn't even try to make it kind of look different. It's just, it's just Chicago. <laughs> this one. I guess was filmed in Chicago. I was trying to figure out the city. I'm like, okay, it's not New York. I'm like, it's maybe. And I almost thought like, is this a composite? Like, did they film some stuff in New York? I'm thinking like New York, maybe Philadelphia. I thought it was Philadelphia in some parts. Um, in Chicago, I'm like, maybe it's like Chicago, Philly, and New York. And they just, cause it's also, there's CG to make it look like, you know, it's Gotham city. Um, and I just thought it was great. And, and I, I'm watching it. I'm like, man, that's man. Gotham city is a piece of shit. I'm like, if that's what Gotham city is supposed to really be, I think that watching it, I'm saying, I think this is what the intent was, uh, for us to, to view Gotham city is to look at it and say, what a piece of shit. Who would want to live in Gotham city? And somebody tweeted that this is the first Batman movie where I didn't want to live in Gotham city. Which I thought was interesting because, yeah, you know, you've got like the 60s Batman where it's like, yeah, there's goofy cartoon characters all over the place, you know, but it's nobody's nobody's dying here. They're just uh, they're just some weird looking guys in costumes uh, doing some villain cosplay. And then the Tim Burton ones, it's like uh, it's it's a Tim Burton movie. It's like, wow, it's yeah, maybe a dangerous place, but it's like, yeah, this is this is a kind of a neat looking, neat looking city. Christopher Nolan just looked, it was, again, it's like, oh, this is Chicago. Why wouldn't I live here? It looks like it's just like any, you know, Chicago, New York, any big city. You're going to have crime and you're going to have, a, you know, certain elements of danger. But it looks, it's a city like anywhere else. And then this one is just like, why would anyone live in Gotham City for any reason at all? Even if, you know, the, uh, when people say, oh, if you don't like it, leave. And the counter to that is like, that's not that easy to just get your stuff and just leave someplace. But I would, if I were living in Gotham City, I would figure out a way to just leave Gotham City. And that's what I loved about it. There's just, you know, there's mud and dirt and just rain and puddles and it's just filthy. And, you know, there's a lot of it that's just sort of run down and dingy. It's like, yeah. So there were elements that reminded me. You know, a lot of rain. So parts of it reminded me of Seven, and parts of it reminded me of the Zodiac, uh, that movie, um, which I vaguely remember. We saw it in the theater when it came out, but 
I don't even know. When was that? Like 2007, six, seven? I don't know. Five? I, I don't even know. But uh, so it's got, you know, all the sort of solving mysteries thing. Uh, yeah, there were there's parts that I didn't love, but I got to the end of it and I, I can, you know, sometimes I, I leave a movie and I'm like, that was so great. And then I, then you kind of digest it and it's like, nah, that wasn't so great. Great example, the final Star Wars movie from a couple years ago. Remember that one? The Rise of Skywalker. I left the movie theater saying, and I on this podcast, I said, that's one of the best Star Wars movies. That was so good. That was so good. And I have not watched it in its entirety since. I've seen bits and pieces. It's been on TV. I own it. I bought it when it came out. On, I'm like, yes. Oh, it's out of video. I'm going to watch it. And I would watch the first like 20, 30 minutes and then just stop and never go back to it. And then I'd watch the 20, 30 minutes over again to, to remember what happened. And yeah, it's not that good. It ain't that good. <laughs> I still love those first two. Uh, the Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. Great. I love those. Um, and this one has its moments, but it's like, yeah, that one didn't age well. The Batman... I'm sitting there during this. I'm like, yeah, I think I really like this. But just like the third Harry Potter that I was comparing to the first two Harry Potter movies and saying, oh, visually it doesn't have this. Oh, this isn't, this is different from what I'm used to. So this one I'm thinking of like Tim Burton's Batman. I'm even thinking of the 60s, you know, Adam West Batman. I'm thinking of uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman. I'm thinking of, you know, all these different Batmans. And I'm like, yeah, boy, this really, you know, you're used. We've we've seen Bruce Wayne how he became Batman, and then we saw Bruce Wayne after he's like, yeah, I'm I'm Batman, and uh, this is Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, he's Batman, but he's not quite Batman. Batman, you know, he can still he kicks ass, and he's got the you know. He's got the utility belt. He's got the the grappling hook, and he's got some things, but he's still like he's still de- he's he's still in development in a lot of ways. So that's what you're seeing, and it's it's also kind of laughable. Like you're watching what what is basically a detective movie, and it's just Batman like as the detective, you know, with Commissioner Gordon, um, Jeffrey, whatever his name is, uh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's there's you know it's kind of funny in that way that he's uh, yeah it's just so it's very slow deliberately kind of a slower pace you know you're building to to something um, I I didn't love the you know kind of the final sort of climax this the big you know final scene there was eh, it could it didn't feel it just didn't feel as impactful to me without giving anything away the. The final thing that the Riddler does where he's like, oh, guess what, Batman? I got a surprise for you. You know, it just didn't, uh, it just didn't, it didn't have the impact that I, that I was hoping that it would. But I, again, comparing it to Prisoner of Azkaban, I think this is one that it's going to come out. As soon as this comes out on video, I'm going to buy it and I'm going to watch it and I'll probably watch it, you know, anytime it's on TV, I'll be like, "Ooh, the Batman is on HBO. I'm going to watch." And uh yeah, just similar to with uh with The Dark Knight, which is still my favorite Batman movie with Heath Ledger. 
uh, I can just watch that at any time and I'm hooked. And I, I think that'll be how it is with this, just in a different way. Um, and then there's, I won't spoil anything, but at the end really makes me, I'm, I'm very, very much anticipating the next, the Batman, even though I fear it'll probably be like four years from now until we see it. I hope that's not the case, but what I, here's what I would love. I would love if they, they remade this whole, so the bottom line is I love the bat, go see the Batman. I think it's great. It's long. Be prepared for three hours. Um, but there's, it's just great. I think it's just great. And I think it's going to be one of those ones that, you know, I sat there comparing it to the other things and saying, oh, it doesn't, this isn't quite the way I wish they had eh, this, but this is not how it usually, you know, that kind of thing. And now you're, when I see it the second time, I'm not going to have any of that because I know what it is. I know what's different. I know what's the same. I know what to expect. So I'm going to watch it and just be similar to Prisoner of Azkaban where I'm like, oh, the colors aren't as bright. Oh, it's it's a darker, oh, the kid, you know, oh, it's different Dumbledore now. I don't like this Dumbledore. But then you watch it. Now you got that out of the way. And then I would watch Prisoner of Azkaban over and over. And I fucking love that movie. I fucking love that movie. 18 years later. <laughs> I love that movie. And, uh, and, and the Batman, I think, is going to be that same kind of thing. Now I've, I've sat there for three hours and compared it to this. And, oh, he's a little... Oh, and Bruce Wayne is like a, yeah, the kids were like, <laughs> my kids were like, yeah, Bruce Wayne was, he was like such a little like emo guy. I'm like, yeah, he totally was. He was like this little like quasi emo gothy kind of just, you know, and he's always, yeah, you got to have Bruce Wayne needs to brood. There has to be some brooding. Um, but it's like, he's, bro- he broods differently than the other Bruce Waynes, but <laughs> But now all that stuff's out of the way, so the next time I see it, I'm just going to appreciate the movie. Now I know what's different about it. Now I know all the things, and I feel like that's going to be just a classic. I think that's – but I, I feel also, as a lot of classics are, it'll be forever polarizing where half of the people will think it's the greatest thing ever. Half of the people will think it's the worst thing ever. I don't think it's either of those things. I don't think it's the worst. I don't think it's the greatest I'll tell you, I didn't love the Christopher No. Dark Knight is my favorite Batman movie, but that Batman Begins, that bored the shit out of me. I remember seeing it in the theater, and then I bought the DVD, and I tried to watch it. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about spending. I don't need two hours of how he became Batman out in the mountains, you know, training to be a ninja. I don't, I don't care. I don't care at all. Uh I just give me give me the Joker, give me Batman fighting crime, and then and then the Dark Knight comes out, and it's like this is oh yes, here we go. This is what I want. This is everything I've wanted. And then the Dark Knight Rises is that the with Bane? I didn't love that one either. I saw it once, and I'm like, hey, that's that's not so great. Just it wasn't you know. Um, so I don't. I don't know that there's like a great wealth of like amazing Batman. You know, I love uh, Tim Burton's uh, Batman, but I also don't have any. That's not one that I want to just sit and watch regularly, you know, Uh, either of those two. I'll tell you, probably one of the best Batman movies is the Lego Batman movie. What a fucking awesome movie that is.
Batman 66, the Batman movie with Adam West with the shark clinging to his leg. I remember watching that as a little kid because I was so into the 60s Batman. And we rented, they had it at the video store. I'm like, whoa, Batman movie? And we rented it and we're just cracking up watching Adam West with that shark attached to his leg being hoisted up on the hell. It's awesome. That's fucking awesome. I want to watch that. Anyway, um, almost at an hour. Jesus Christ. It's been a long, there's a lot of catching up to do. What can I say? Uh, so anyways, um, that I'm dumb, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. So Batman is, the Batman was great. And yeah, it'll be, I, yeah, I think it'll be one that, yeah, half the people love it forever. Half the people don't, uh, and it's, uh, yeah, I can't wait till it comes out. I can't wait to see it again. I really can't. Uh, so that was Thursday night. Nice night at Chunky's. And then Friday, I took Friday off. And uh, yeah, Friday wasn't the greatest day for me because I was, uh, I woke up to expect my, I, I get paid monthly, um, which is fine. It can be a little tough when you're in those final few days, like, all right. Because I don't want to, you know, you know, sometimes I have to dip into my my savings and so forth. And uh, Friday was supposed to have been payday, and it wasn't. And that made for a very stressful Friday. <laughs> like, oh, I got fucking bills I got to pay. Uh, and so I should check, see if my paycheck's here today. Uh, I haven't checked yet. I can't believe it. Um, so, so, so Friday was a little bit stressful. Because I had my plan was I'm gonna take Friday off, sleep in, watch some catch up on a few shows with the wife, pack our suitcases because we had a mountain getaway Friday and Saturday, and uh, and it was a little stressful because I'm calling you know my pay I'm like where's my I don't have my money I don't have my paycheck, and uh, so that that was a, not a great start to the weekend didn't make for the day off to be a very relaxing fun day off. Uh, cause then I had a bunch of errands I had to run, uh, I had to go here, I had to go there, I had to do various things. And, uh, so there wasn't much relaxing. I did play, uh, maybe 20 minutes of Elden Ring before we left. And yeah, it's, it's exactly like all the other, you know, the Souls games, the, you know, Bandai Namco games. It's like identical. Um, and it's, yeah, it's challenging, but I'm, you know, I'm digging it. I didn't play much, but I played enough, and I'm going to just keep... I'm going to do what I don't ever do, which is I'm not going to... If I die in the game, which will happen a lot, then that's okay. And we'll just keep, you know, just keep going and just, you know, just fuck around with it. That's my plan. It's going to be, you know, I'm not... Uh, I don't have the time, I don't have the patience, and I don't have the desire to get really good at those really challenging games anymore. I don't have a lot of, you know, life is also short. You have to you have to prioritize. Do I want to spend a full Saturday and a full Sunday questing through a game? No, I don't. Even 5 years ago I didn't mind that, and now I'm like even a year, even like during the pandemic it was like, well, there's no place else to go, so I'll just spend a whole day playing video games. But now it's like, okay, we've lost two years, and now that we can go out and we can go to places and we can do things, and I don't, now I really don't want to spend my Saturday sitting at home doing what I've been doing during the pandemic, which is play a lot of video games. 
So I'm not going to sit there and try to get good at it. I'm not going to try to fucking master this thing. I don't care. I'm just going to enjoy the scenery, the music, the graphics, the enemies, all the cool stuff. Uh, but it's good so far. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a, Friday was all right. But Friday got better once we got in the car, got all packed and headed up to the, to the Riverwalk Resort, Riverwalk Hotel, whatever it's called. Up in Lincoln, New Hampshire, which is an exit that we've frequented many times. It has the Kankamegas Highway. It has Clark's Trading Post, which we've never been to, but I would like to go this summer because you go there. It's open during the warm weather seasons, uh, all two weeks of it, and um, you know it's it's just a you know it's just a touristy place. But there's this crazy wild man with like you know coonskin cap and. Uh, you know, just a grizzly, it's just a wild beastly man. And he, he chases after the kids. He's got a shotgun. He's like, I get there, you kids. I'm good. So that's kind of cool. Well, I want to go see that. Um, they have the ice castles up there that we went to and they have loon mountain ski resort, tons of stuff to do. They have a movie theater. They have price chopper. Remember price chopper. It's not, uh, you know, in New York, all the price shoppers are called like Studio 54 or something like that now. And this is still just old school, old fashioned price chopper with that price chopper logo. It's like, oh my God, price chopper. It's really you. It's really price chopper. So we got there Friday night and, uh, and checked in and I'll tell you, I don't know, just from the week of doing lots of things and having a busy week and the kids probably staying up too late and me. Thursday night I came back from the movies and I was up until I don't even know doing work to prepare for my day off. You end up working uh you know a full day <laughs> in preparation for your day off. Uh so I was we were all just tired. We got to that hotel and we checked in and we unpacked and and I said, "Okay, we want to go out to eat. We want to order what do we want to We ended up just ordering there's a restaurant downstairs, a really crappy Italian restaurant, La Vista. And we ordered really crappy <laughs> Italian food. And we sat in the hotel room and ate Italian. And then we finished. And I said, okay, who's up for the pool? It's They've got, you know, it's a friggin' outdoor pool in the middle of the winter in the mountains. Uh, heated and a hot tub and all this stuff. Like, let's say, And the kids were like, no, we're too tired. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go down to this pool. And I got up and then I just said, and I, I uh, just hit, I'm like, yeah. I, I'm too tired as well. <laughs> I didn't, we didn't do anything. And we just kind of, we hung out in the room and then we went to bed after our food. That was it. But then Saturday we got up and got dressed and uh, I took the oldest, you know, I got them a ski pass for Loon Mountain. So I took Cam over. I think it might've been like two years to the date almost since uh since the kid went skiing i i feel like it was probably almost exactly two years since their last time on the mountain uh and so we went up uh yeah just up the road to loon mountain it's uh it's a very lovely resort the kid did uh did a run or two down the down the sarsaparilla carpet as they call it which is the you know the little the little baby hill the beginner's hill uh just to you know shake off the cobwebs and uh, got to the bottom after that second one. It was like, okay, see ya. And then headed for the chairlift. <laughs> and uh, and then I said, okay, I'm going to be inside with my switch. 
And so I brought my Nintendo Switch into the lodge. I found a table for six, and I occupied it all by myself. And it's great because people don't care. Like, you can sit there by yourself, and if people, you know, every once in a while somebody would come and sit down and, you know, change out of their boots or have a quick bite to eat. And I just sat and played video games. And it was great. Occasionally I'd look up, I'd watch the skiers coming down the big mountain, and mostly I just sat and played video games on the Switch. And, uh, and... And the place closed at 4, so Cam finished up right at 4. Got one last little quick run in. Uh, and then and just said, I, I got a video of this kid just saying, like, that was, oh, it was it warmed my heart because the kid came down the mountain and then finished up, and uh, it was the first time that I had seen Cam since they went up the chairlift. So uh, I got all the, you know, the kid came down and was like, I'm like, all right, it's 4 o'clock. They're closing up. Okay. And then just said that was that was so fucking great. That was the greatest thing. I'm I was so happy uh, being up there, looking out across them, taking the chairlift up, getting to see out you know all the peaks, and then getting up there and just looking out across the sky and across the tops of the mountaintops and seeing the town below and the cars and everything, and just said that was oh, I, I I can't believe it's been two years. It seems like it's been five years. Seems like it's been you know all this stuff. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was great. I was so happy for this kid. We got new, new, they desperately needed new ski boots. Luckily, uh, did not need new skis, but we'll probably need new skis next year before next season. So hopefully we can get in. It's pretty warm, but hopefully they'll keep making some snow in these places and we can get, get out there and and get a few more. You know, you still got, what, one, two, three, three weekends left in March and maybe even a weekend or two in April if we can find a, a cold, a snowy enough place. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get – the only bummer is this kid got a GoPro for Christmas and we totally forgot to bring it and attach it to the helmet. Um, I'm, I'm more pissed than anyone because at least Cam got to go up there and has the memory of what it looked like up there. Um, and uh i was really really hoping that like oh yeah that'll be cool to see some videos so that's the plan between now and the next ski trip even if it's just to 20 minutes away to nashoba which it'll likely be or an hour away to pat's peak which it'll likely be uh yeah that's the the plan is to just make sure that that gopro is is all set up and secured on the helmet so we can get some cool videos uh but they just had the best time so then we went to the Common Man for dinner, which I love. Common Man is one of the few chain restaurants that I really, really like. Um, it's it's only in New Hampshire. There's a handful of locations. We have one that's uh, maybe 15 minutes away that we go to, and it's been about two years since we've gone there. Uh, but they're all they're all the Common Man locations are all inside of like old farmhouses. Uh, and they, you know, with all the different rooms and just kind of big creaky wood staircases and fireplaces and lots of, you know, beautiful lighting. And it's just great. It's so cozy. It's so nice. Uh, and so we went, uh, we went there and so did everybody else. Cause we circle around the parking lot full. The place opens at four o'clock. We got there before five. And I thought, yeah, that should be. If we get there before five, we'll probably be in good shape, get a good spot. 
I basically had to make my own spot <laughs> at the end. Yes, and I know if anybody listened to me complaining all those years about people parking at the end of the row of cars at the YMCA and in a spot that was not for parking. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I did on Saturday. But I waited long enough, and then a spot right before our buzzer went off to go in and get our table, a spot opened up that I was able to move into and have like an actual legal spot to park in. But we, yeah, we circled around that muddy, disgusting parking lot like, oh, my God. But I would, I would not be deterred. I said, we're eating at the common man. Damn it, it's been two, two and a half years. And uh, we had a great, we had an awesome time, great meal delicious burgers and all the usual common man shit i love that common man root beer that you can only get at the common man uh so that was fun and then we went back to the hotel we got the bathing suits on i had a couple of bites of uh little uh, taffy if you will and we went down to the pool and it was so fucking great oh my god it was yeah there's just a little uh, the pool the entrance to the pool is inside there's, uh, you know, the chairs and towels are inside, and there's a hot tub inside. And uh, and they have a nice little arcade, too, with, like, uh, the Ninja Turtles and a Batman uh, thing and uh, snowboarding and motocross games and the Jurassic Park game and the air hockey and pool tables and all that stuff. And, uh, and then they've got the pool. That's all we cared about was the pool. And it's lit up with the nice, you know, LED multicolored lights. There's an outdoor hot tub at the end of the pool. There's fire pits that you can go sit by. There's uh, It's closed this season, but normally there's another, there's an outer pool that's closed for the winter, and they turn it into a skating rink. But this year they did not open the skating rink, so that was a bummer. But hopefully next year because that's skiing and ice skating are my kids. Uh, they, they're, they're winter sports kids. So hopefully we can do that next year. Uh, yeah, but you you enter the pool from inside. There's just a little... You know, there's a couple of the, the stairs are inside and then there's just a little bit of area to wade in. And then you go through like the plastic flaps and then you're outside and it's like, oh boy, it's cold. And then you just sink into the pool and it feels so fucking great. And we had a nice, uh, I don't know, two hours of swimming time in the evening at night. It closed at 10. We were there right until, right until they came out and told us you got to get out of the pool. And then, uh. And then what? And then we went upstairs and we hung out and we relaxed and the wife and I were very silly because of the taffy. <laughs> and uh, I played some Animal Jam, which is my youngest child's favorite game to play. And I, it's just like a ridiculous game that little kids play where you have a little animal avatar and all these little animal islands and you get like sapphires and diamonds and all of like fake currency and you can... You can sell things and trade things, and yeah, it's uh, and she's she's hooked on that game. So I downloaded it on my phone, and so so the, all four of us were playing and <laughs> playing a game of Animal Jam together. And they're very limited with what you know you can you can type, and a little bubble comes out of your character, and you can say you know hi, nice to meet you, you'll be my friend, uh, and that stuff's perfectly fine. Yeah, obviously, you can't swear, you can't have any dirty talk. So the fun part was coming up with creative and clever ways to say things. So I, I said, uh, I would, I would go around to random, uh, other people and be like, I had accident pants. I shipped myself. <laughs> it's just stupid fucking things like that. And, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was fun. 
Um, and then we got up yesterday morning, Sunday morning, and made sure to get a late checkout, just like uh, we found out. It seems like the entire hotel got a late checkout because we were all trying to load our cars at the same time. But we got down and, uh, yeah, we did another, another uh, did a morning at the pool so we could actually see the mountain. I mean, there's a fog. The mountains were like, you know, fog rolling through. It was raining a little bit, but who gives a shit? Because we were in that pool. It felt so goddamn good. And, uh, yeah, Kimmy came down. So it was all four of us in the pool for, for I don't know, half hour, hour or so. And then we packed up and we got the hell out of there. And like I said, we sat in traffic for a very long time because of accidents. Uh, and then we got home and I sat on the couch and I didn't move. I was too tired to even get up to go lie down and have a nap. I just, I plunked down on that damn couch and uh, we watched Simpsons and we, I don't even remember what we watched, various other things. And, uh, and then that was it. And then I went out and got, uh, got BJ's gas because the line at BJ's gas is like, it's just a day long traffic hazard because uh, it's backed up to the main road because everybody's freaking out over the gas prices. So they're all just cramming into BJ's to get the gas now. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, I My strategy is I just go right before they close. And I waited behind one car. And then I got got to fill up the wife's tank with gas for three eighty nine instead of $4.09 like it is everywhere else. And then, uh, yeah, tonight I'll take my car over. I would have taken my car last night, but it was right at closing time when I was finishing up. So that's okay. I have half a tank. I'll take it tonight, fill up with gas. Everything's good, hopefully. But that's the thing. It used to be if you went in that final half hour, it was pretty pretty good. Like you could get right in there, no big deal. And now uh, I went there with, you know, five minutes before closing thinking like, yeah, this is what to do. And again, I only waited behind one person, but still (laughs) there were – there were a lot of cars waiting, and there was a car behind me and then a car behind him by the time I was finishing up. So, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's tough out there. People, It's weird, though. People are just like, I mean, when you think about it, like, yeah, the gas is expensive. You know, if it was, if it was 99 cents like it was 20-some-odd years ago, uh, 22, 23 years ago, uh, I I still remember like it got down to like 87 cents a gallon at one point. I just, oh my God. I still remember that. Like, holy shit. And it's like, oh my God. It's like $14 to fill the tank, like 12 bucks for a tank of gas, $16 for a tank of gas. And now it's, yeah, it's, it's 40 or $50 or more depending on how big the tank is and how, you know. Um, So yeah, I get it. It's, it's a big, but it's just so funny how, like the price of everything else has gone up so dramatically in a short amount of time. Like, look at rent now between, uh, you know, look at rent just 10 years ago on average. Look at house prices just 10 years ago. And nobody's like, it's just funny. Everybody's like, ah, oh, gas prices are up. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> but nobody says it like for anything else, which I think is, you know, ah, oh, College tuition is sky high. Thanks, Biden. My sneakers cost more than they did 10 years ago. Thanks, Biden. (laughs) So it's just like gases. I I think it's like the equivalent of me yelling at people with Massachusetts plates on the highway. 
because they're just as much to blame as New Hampshire and vice versa. I mean, everybody's driving like an asshole. And it's not just New England. It's every state has the asshole drivers. And uh, But it's just so easy to be like, huh, mass holes, fucking up the highways again. Meanwhile, most of the shitty things that have happened to me in traffic all those years commuting to Boston and back, if some some dickhead did some dick thing, it was nine out of ten times they had a New Hampshire plate. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so I think it's just easy. It's like an easy thing to be mad at. Oh, the gas prices are up again. So what if it costs like $300 to get groceries and ten years ago it was like 100 bucks? Oh, but those gas prices. <laughs> I mean, they make cars that don't uh, consume like tons of gas. They make these fuel. For- well, I'm not a pussy. I'm not getting what am I going to get a Prius? <laughs> I'm going to get a big giant truck with four exhaust pipes. Thanks, Biden, for making me get this truck. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah, good, good times. Uh, so that's it. It was a fun week. I haven't talked to you in a long time. And, uh, and now I gotta go cause I got shit to do. It's been an hour and 15 minutes and, uh, yeah, that was my lunchtime. Uh, I gave my lunchtime to you. I'm, I'm like, I'm like Jesus in a way, if you think about it, just, you know, I gave, I gave myself, <laughs> I, and never mind. Uh, just in case, I'll just stop it there so I didn't get hit by lightning. Just in case. Uh, had a nice FaceTime chat with my folks on Friday. I hadn't talked to them in a few weeks. So that was very nice, too. Uh, good to talk to both of them, see them, and uh, you know have a nice little conversation. It was really good. Uh, so anyway, yeah. All good things, all good things, and another week begins, and oh boy, what what surprises will it hold for us? We'll find out. Anyway, I'm going to go, and uh, that's it. I hope you have a great week. Uh, I'll talk to you as soon as possible. The My days are really just like, it's just crazy. Last week, yeah, the, the, the kids and the family were home, so it makes it a little more difficult because I like to just pace around the entire, the entire joint here and, and talk into the thing uh, and do the podcast, but it was also just i was you know slammed and that doesn't look to be changing anytime soon so you know we'll see we'll see what happens uh i'll do the podcast as often as possible can't guarantee when can't guarantee the frequency but whenever i get a chance to sneak something in i'll do it for sure go to birthdayboyshop.com get your merchandise okay gang talk to you next time later gators